one. What's up, world? It's Mr. Coates coming at you from Detroit via Brooklyn, New York, and this is Wine for the People. To Wine for the People. Uh, this is episode zero. This is the inaugural episode. This is where I tell y'all about everything I'm going to tell y'all from now on. I'm going to end up recording a thousand episodes. That's my goal. And I want y'all with me the entire way. Um, so the actual pur- purpose of this show is to introduce everyone to the world of wine as I've experienced and enjoyed throughout the years. Um, you know, it's going to definitely be a safe space. You know, I want to encourage everybody to let curiosity take over, you know, ask questions, feel free to talk about it. You know, like talk to me if you can't talk to anyone else. I have all my social media present and I love to have conversations with you all about wine. Um, but I definitely want you to feel like it's a safe space. And even if I talk about, I'm definitely going to be talking about different bottles, all different kinds of bottles, old world, new world, white, red, sparkling rosé, sparkling rosé, and everything else in between. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, adventuring through different regions as I learned more about wine. And I feel like you'll get the most from your experience, you know, if you take the time to like really explore and, you know, virtually travel, you know, the world through wine. Um, A little story about me and part of my background. Um, I started at City Winery, great place, great venue, great music, and best of all, they make their own wine. Um, I was a server there. I didn't know anything about wine when I started, and so they had a semi-intense training program, and so I learned the basics, you know, pretty quickly. And um, I've really had a love for Malbec from Mendoza, Argentina. They actually made it there on site. Um, they sourced the grapes from Mendoza, flew them up to New York, right there in Manhattan, pressed them, fermented them, bottled them. Um, and it was a great product. Um, and it was actually served on tap uh, the time I was there. Um, and I'm going to talk about how, you know, the, the wine on tap revolution and screw caps and all these new things that maybe us, you know, the old worlders, you know, or people that enjoy a certain way frown upon or don't really consider as proper uh, ways to enjoy wine or serve wine. They are proper. Even wine from a box is proper. Um, But on that note, the wines I'll be describing to you all and sharing, um, you know, they won't be at the lowest price point, um, you know, to get the full enjoyment out of wine and really, you know, dig deep into it you do want a certain level of quality with the product you're consuming and certain price points won't give the quality that I'm trying to explain to you all that I'm trying to teach you all how to taste and you know hope and encourage that you experience so it won't be breaking the bank the bottles I recommend Um, but you know I do want you to consider that 
every time you buy a bottle, I recommend is for you to treat yourself. <laughs> Moving on, um, I'll be explaining, you know, the wines to you, um, and you know, actually consuming them. You know, breaking it down via sight, smell, and taste. Um, sight is probably the least known of, you know, the I guess um, lost lost the word. Sight is probably the least known of the senses that you use when you're tasting wine. Um, but actually, you know, once you start learning a bit about wine and the, the different wines in the world and styles, then the hue and the density of the wine, you know, can indicate things like age, like weight, <clears throat> um, you know, to a certain, and, you know, it can definitely indicate style, you know, especially the specific, specific hue of the wine. Um, but yeah, you're always going to want to have your wine in a clean glass, no smudges, no streaks, no fingerprints, and you want to hold it against a white surface or a piece of white piece of paper so you can really see the wine that you're having. You don't want to hold it up to the light. Direct light does affect wine, not too much for a second or two, but you know, you won't see it as well holding it up to the light. You want to be in a well-lit area, but hold it against a white surface um, next and this is I guess a lot more common but it's smell you know you always want to smell the wine with your entire olfactory capabilities that means you're not just sniff sniffing like a dog no you're actually putting your nose as close to the wine without putting your nose in the wine if you do it's not fun and you definitely won't smell what you're supposed to speaking from experience um, <clears throat> you know but the important thing about smelling you know and having a good whiff of the wine is that the smell or the nose or the aromatics influences the effect on your palate is your brain is essentially telling your palate what you're going to taste or what to taste from um, smelling the wine. And then lastly is taste. Um, that's what everyone, I'm sure, has the most experience with. Um, you know, but when you taste all the wines, you want to make sure to switch the wine in your mouth to engage all the taste zones in your mouth, front, mid, back. Um, you know, certain flavor characteristics can only be tasted in certain zones in your mouth. And the funny one is you want to aerate the wine in your mouth. Yes, that is when you make the silly face and silly sound by inhaling air with the wine in your mouth. Um, the purpose of this is really beneficial or helpful in tasting. Um, it opens the wine up, you know, and lets you taste, you know, it opens the wine up while you're tasting it. And so that way you can taste all the other notes or you know, maybe get in that zone, it opens it up so that zone can experience what you're, you know, expected to taste uh, based on what I'm telling you. <clears throat> um, and then, uh, of course, you're going to want to know why, you know, you're tasting what you're tasting and how it got to that point, you know, and so I'm going to be explaining the characteristics of each bottle um, or glass that I have, 
you know, based on climate, geography, winemaking style, um, you know, uh, current events, you know, <clears throat> those effects that have, uh, those things that affect the grape before it's pressed. Um, and of course, have to talk about food pairings. You guys are in for a treat. I love pairing food and wine. I'm gonna give you guys flash pairings and all of it. Um, you know, but yeah, like food and wine pairing is very important and enjoying wine is actually the number one reason why people have bad wine experiences is because they had a bad food experience. <clears throat> um, you know, but Wine enjoyed properly can really be felt on a deep spiritual level. You know, once I have you tasting the wines, you know, properly and you get everything you're supposed to get, you're going to think that the wine is talking to you. And that glass that you have after work or whenever you have it or before you go out is going to mean that much more and your experience, you know, with wine is going to be that much better. Um, and just um, and moving on to other things I'm going to talk about on this show, you know, it's going to be a lot of storytelling. Um, you know, my personal experiences. I hope you all share with me your personal experiences. Another goal I'm working towards is to be able to have you guys interview with me live, or you know, ask questions live. Um, in interviews, definitely, like I said, I want everybody listening to hopefully get a chance to interview. I'm also going to, of course, have industry experts, you know, the people that taught me and are mentors for me in the wine world um, and people that are just like drinking. You know, I want to get some of those stories so we can all have some laughs together, right? Um, and also people that don't know shit about wine. You know, I'm definitely going to have some newbies, you know, and just share what they get and also give you guys like, I guess, a bit of assurance that I know what I'm talking about because they're definitely going to be agreeing uh, for the most part, hopefully. <laughs> um, you know, and then uh, lastly, and I think this is like not considered as much, but the connection to music. Yeah, the connection to music, you know, I feel like it's underappreciated, you know, but like I said, wine is engaging all your senses at once, you know, and so you can't hear wine, of course. However, <clears throat> the buzz that you're getting from the wine, if you have a certain song plan or, you know, a certain playlist plan, you can really, 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 you know, heighten your experience even more, especially if you're in good company. And that can go many ways, as we all know. Um, so going forward, here it is. Um, you know, I have to say a few things before I sign out on episode zero. Um, namely, it says of utmost importance that, you know, you use the info that I'm providing you to further enjoy your mind. You know, like, none of this is to limit you or tell you that you were enjoying it the wrong way. It's like, you enjoy it one way, and then I tell you a few things, you listen, you enjoy it a bunch of other ways. Simple as that. Um, <clears throat> also, you know, I want to hear from the people. This show is really wine for the people, you know, so all your questions. You know, if you need recommendations, if you have recommendations for me, 
you know, if I'm incorrect with the information that I'm giving you, you know, your feedback is incredibly important. It is almost paramount that you guys give me feedback. Make sure it's positive, though. Like, don't hurt my feelings. I'm a person, you know. Don't make me feel bad. Don't make me feel stupid. I'll cry during a recording. No, that's not true. I won't cry. Ha, 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 ha. But no, I know what I'm talking about. However, I'm not always right. and I'm not perfect. So all the feedback. And lastly, this will be like my worst show ever. So feedback about the show itself. That's probably more the most important feedback you can give me. I'm not. Um, this is new for me. This was a very long time coming. Um, and yeah, I tip my hat to all those that have podcasts. You know, it's not as easy as it looks. Um, you know, so um, follow me on social media, um, Instagram, Mr. Coach Three. Snapchat, I think, is Mr. Coach 3, too. I just don't use it that often. Um, and Facebook, I am Randall Coates. Um, a lot of you will be finding out about this podcast through my social media, so thanks for already following me. But every wine I recommend, every experience I have, I will be posting on social media from now on. So please follow me for recommendations, or if you want to reach out, um, slide in my DMs. Uh, once it gets big enough, I will, you know, break it to a separate email so we can get, you know, some next level communication popping opportunities, interviews, of course, and a place where you can share your long winded stories. Um, but with that, thank you so much for listening. This was episode zero of Wine for the People. Stay tuned. Episode one is coming up next. <laughs>